Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Chasing Spirits Paranormal. I'm your host, Henry, along with Jeff, Paige, and Walter. Hello. Good evening. Today, folks, Paige, tell us about our cocktail. Well, we're in the season for Mardi Gras, so I made a king cake, king cake martini. At least my version of the king cake martini. It's uh, rum chata, a coffee liqueur, and some dark rum, and half and half. Shake it with ice and strain into a cocktail glass. And you rim the glass with the purple, green, and gold sugars to make it the Mardi Gras. Shaken and not stirred. I like it. Sounds diabetic to me. Yeah, yeah, it's it's sweet, it's good. Cause I'm half and half and all that sugar, but I like coffee liqueur though. Yeah, it's got in there. Just about anything. But I also I also made a king cake today, so and nobody's found the baby yet. Nope. <laughs> Henry, hold on, you got dribbling. Thank you. <laughs> on your chin. Well, I gotta explain the baby. Okay, king cake. What is king cake? It's like a basic, like a big, you know what a king cake is, Walter. It's like a big cinnamon roll, and it has a um, a little plastic baby hidden inside the king cake. And whoever gets the slice of the king of the cake with the baby is, depending on where you are, either either you're the king or queen of the party, and you get to pick your consort, or um, you get to bring the next the king cake to the next party. And it's not a real baby, it's a plastic baby. That's what I said, it's a little plastic baby. Yeah. Now, no, no babies are being harmed for this. King cake. Do what? Back in the day, the real history of the king cake is back in the day, it was a gold baby. It was always a gold baby. Nowadays, people are too cheap to put the gold babies back in there. <laughs> but, but if you read the history of the king cake, it used to be a gold baby. It's a big thing. Yeah, it's really big. That's delicious. Very tasty. Very sugary. It was. It was very sugary. <laughs> it was. Hey, I I have I found a um shortcut for the king cake. And do tell us about your shortcut. It's a secret. Oh, can't tell then. <laughs> well, she said it's a, it's a shortcut to the king cake. Yeah. I'll send you the recipe later. Four seven four eight. For what? <laughs> It was a shortcut. I said, What about four foot seven, four foot eight? Oh, hush. Uh, tonight we're going to be discussing plantations of Virginia. Paige, tell us what you've decided on. What? What? What plantation are we going to talk I'm about? I'm going to talk about Greyhaven, which was a plantation. It's now a winery. It makes delicious wines, correct? And Walter? Mm -hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> Walter is a beer drinker. <laughs> Give me the brewski. <laughs> but he liked their port. Yeah, the port was good. Port wine was good. Yeah, you sit there and drink. How much I of that? I really enjoyed that. <laughs> How many glasses of port did you drink? That was a good port. Oh, just one. And then I drank a glass of that. It was like a yellowish, clear wine. At the end. <laughs> oh, the one to white. Yeah, oh, it wasn't the sangria. Good. Yeah, it was good. But the port was probably... If I had to rate wine, which is hard for me to do, so, um, I'd give it a sophisticated four. <laughs> Walter, we're, I'm I'm slowly educating Walter on wine. It's 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 hard, but I've been it's working on Henry too. But... You just can't civilize us, can you? 
I can take you out of the swamp. I know I can take you out of the swamp and teach you a few things. You can take a man out of the swamp, but you can't take the swamp out of the man. That's the bottom line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you no. can't go in the swamp. You know what happened if a kid would walk over to a party with a glass of wine and say, Hey, Bill, what you doing? He's going for a ride in the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> you pull up with a 12-pack of Bud Light, and everybody's your friend. That or uh, Moonshine. Oh, yeah. And you see, we don't really get a lot of that back home. Moonshine. Now, they do make wine. I like a lot. My uncles made wine. I know how to make wine. They made the fruit uh, wines, right? Wine. I used to burp wine from a five-gallon water bottle to another five-gallon water bottle with two balloons on the top of the hose. I know how to... <laughs> I formed it. We used to make blackberry wine and um, muscadine wine. And, you know, sweet. It's over. Just... Yeah, it's sweet. Yeah. Wine, you know. It's better than Bud Light, which is basically water. Uh, well, I'm not a Bud Light man. I, I mean, I drink Bud Light. My, my beer choice. I like Coors or... Um, oh, please. Down here. We're going to teach you more about beer. <laughs> you know, now if you want to get sophisticated about moonshine, I, I love moonshine. I love whiskey. Well, believe it or not, I think in um, Ireland, the favorite the favorite uh, beer over there is Coors Light. I know. I'm like, really? Y'all have these excellent beers and you drink dish crap? <laughs> well, let me tell you. I'm one of those drinkers. I don't drink milk. I don't drink the beast. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't drink Milwaukee beast. No, but uh, <laughs> beast. <laughs> I don't. I'm not really a beer drinker. I like beer. I drink a beer night. I like whiskey. I am a whiskey drinker. I like a good whiskey. Oh, uh, we're going to teach you but, some whiskey too. So anyway, oh, great yeah, Haven. Teach you about whiskey because I can show y'all some whiskey. I've been around. I know the good whiskey's around here and everywhere. Yes, there are. Need some whiskey. All right. So Gray Haven. Winery. Great place. Yes, you liked it, didn't you? I loved it. I loved it. Where Jeff and I got married. <clears throat> I loved the place. It's nice. You get an eerie feeling when you're there. There's, there's things there. And, and you uh, got the lady. Uh, what was her name again? Max. Um, Max and... Um, Dion. Dion. Barry. Max and Dion are the, like, the most gracious hosts that you could ever meet. Very smart. She told us the whole story and she... I mean, you know, the history of, of the land and uh, just the cemetery. I mean, I find it fascinating how you can go to Virginia just walk in a piece of wood out here and find a cemetery. Yeah. A, oh, yeah. You know, slave cemetery. The slave cemetery, which doesn't have any kind of headstones. No markings. No headstones, no, no markings. markings. You can see the indents, you know they're there. Um, honestly, I'm going to bring up to her. I think she should maybe get somebody out there and let them probe. Them dig, yeah. Some, yeah, and do, not dig, but just probe and take some samples. And, I agree. Uh, do some DNA. They'll do it for free. The State Department, uh, archaeology, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Well, get the, uh, the schools place. out there, like the universities, like UVA, University of Richmond, OU. I didn't feel nothing dark out there when I felt a lot out there. No, that place is just, it's peaceful. Yep. Yeah, there's definitely a certain piece out there. There is. It just has I a good feeling. I out there trying to speak, too, because I caught some stuff. Yeah, did we get a few names? I sure did. And uh, I got Dorothy and Raymond. And, and wait a minute think... now. Explain to, to the listeners uh, what device you used to get those names. So I was using an EVP recorder and a spirit talker. And uh, 
spirit box. Right, right. Spirit box, I called Dorothy. Which, you know, it, it was spit out stuff. And I said, oh, okay. I said, is there anybody else here with us? And then I called, I'm here. And before I could ask another question, I said, I'm here. And then I called Raymond. I said, okay, okay. I said, well, um, were y'all here for the service? Well, I think uh, Henry was standing right next to me when I asked that mm. this question. I said, well, do y'all think the war is over? Mm. Do you remember when I asked that question? Yes. Yes, I do. And I called it affirmative. No. Uh. Straight up, no. And I said, well, the war is over, y'all. And then I called run now. That could be a warning. <laughs> Right now, as nobody, in... number one, I'm too crippled to run. <laughs> uh, those three put together, and then uh, then Jeffrey told me he called some names, and I got the same name as Jeffrey down there. There's one of them, but the uh, the affirmative no, yeah, we get that a lot. And for people who are listening, when we go to places and we ask these questions, we always ask if they feel the war is over. We've come to find out that we actually believe they don't know the war's over. And a lot of times you'll get an answer like that. No. I don't think I've got very many yeses. Have y'all ever got a yes asking that question? No. No. They always I think, think I got it's... It maybe twice in Louisiana. But Louisiana's also, you know, it wasn't the center of the Civil War. Like no, it wasn't. Richmond. Out here? Yeah. I've never got a yes. Well, it might be because um, they might be residual. But they're residual, they wouldn't be interacting. Well, and here's the thing, though. We might be interacting with, you know, two entities, and we might be picking up some residual entities. I mean, as you know, I got a vibe at the cemetery. I got a vibe inside that building. Yeah. I I mean... Oh, yeah, that that building is haunted, by the way. Yeah. So, I am looking... Into I'm trying to pull it up. My app is not working. Uh, I don't know, but I'm trying to pull it up. But I do have something from the the, uh, the state cemetery. I asked. I said, "Are any slaves buried here?" And I can, and we know they are. But you ask it, you, and I got a faint, and it sounds like I got a yes. We are, but I got. I'm trying to get it so I can pull it up. And that was on the EVP record. EVP recorders are like gold. You just right. get an answer on that as gold. And it's cut in stone. There's no... But what did you get, uh, Jeffrey? Well, um, real quickly, just explain to everybody what an EVP recorder is. Oh. electro-over novel. Oh. I should have did that, but tell them what it is. Oh, I got a sneeze. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> E, um, EVP is Electronic Voice Phenomena. 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 Yeah, that. Phenomena. Phenomena. Yeah, but um, with me, I had my um, I had my uh, I was you know, I had my ghost or spirit detector on uh on my um, on my app on my uh, <coughs> device and. The funny thing is, is that um, 
you know, I would sweep the area and I would pick up, you know, like a, uh, a detection of, of like a entity, but they were always in the trees. And okay. so what I, what, what I did is I would, you know, uh, go up to the tree and try to talk to the tree where, where I got the, um, the, uh, the EVP mm-hmm. and when I would go up to the tree and try to talk to it, then it would disappear and go to another tree. And so when I went up to the other tree, then it would disappear to another tree. But it, there was definitely something there in the trees. Yeah. So okay, that's weird I was, because yeah, I was just I was I was telling Paige that well, if anyone's heard of a tree sprite which is uh, a spirit in the, uh, in the woodlands, is that maybe that's what, what it was, is that they were tree sprites. Because I would definitely pick up something, um, <clears throat> energy from a tree, and it would jump to another one. And it was like something that, that would hop from tree to tree, so you know, it was kind of hard to, to actually go up to and you know, kind of actually talk to it. But right yeah okay funny you say that i wish you told me that because um right here it's hold on i'm I'm pulling it up right now okay pulling up all my stuff on my app on my words because it's i got it all recorded and documented and it just it just made me think you was on the right corner and i remember i hollered at you i said hey do you have anything you was like towards the right side of the pond. I was trying to catch those little lizard geckos in the water. water the salamanders. And do you know, I looked at you and I said, hey, are you getting anything over there? And the response I got was, tree. Yeah. T-R-E, tree. That's the response I got right here, tree. I didn't yeah. take note to that because I didn't really think nothing of it. But now you're saying that, and I got the response, tree. So anyway. I asked you a question. We will be going back to Greg Haven. I'm trying to set up an investigation. Nighttime. Nighttime, yes. Yeah. Yes. We were out there one time, and this time it won't be so cold, right, Henry? Because Henry does not like the cold, he doesn't like the woods. Princess does not like certain things. Freaking oh. Marines, man. I know, he's a Marine, but the whole time he's like, I fucking hate the woods. I'm like, God damn, Henry, really? You're a Marine. The woods? Yeah. And woods is where I'm best. Put me in the woods by myself. Just turn me loose. Happy in the woods. I will live. But yeah, I mean, I mean, even the um, Native Americans, you know, they know that there's um, spirits in the woods, and probably mm-hmm. I, I can just imagine that, you know, obviously in the in the trees. So. Right. So Henry. So Paige. Hall Branch. Well, that is out in Amelia County, and I never realized what kind of plantations were out there, so I drove out there, finding out that it's private property. Yeah, I told you this before you went out. (laughs) Didn't pay attention. Obviously. (laughs) It's a little haunted place. So what kind of hauntings? Do you know? There's some intelligent hauntings, there's a painting, and there's some relatives. What are they doing? 
There's a painting of this woman that has been put away in the attic, and now they got her hanging up. Okay. But anytime they they do construction on that house, it just really disturbs them. Well, that's a common thing. That's that's a common thing with ghosts. Any ghost. I mean, it. They don't like change. They. They don't. So, what was about the painting that's haunted? It started off charcoal, then it became pastel. Okay, more detail. Yeah, the coloration. Okay, more detail. You just give me. What was the painting of? Yeah, it's a woman. A okay, we find it. I have it here. Oh, believe it or not. How old is the painting? Oh Lord, um, it's of a twenty-year-old uh, oh, a girl in her twenties that died of a stroke. Yeah, she apparently apparently this chick um, died with play was died of a stroke while playing the piano. Wow, what a way to go. Yeah, right? Pretty sad. So young. Now, how old is the painting itself? The okay, painting let me find, to find this out. Okay. So, the... Does it depend um, on how they're taking care of the painting? Hold on, hold on, hold on, Walter. When they, um, they, the painting had been created in a gilded frame, in a gilded frame. And when they uncrated it, they found a charcoal portrait instead of a pastel piece. It was unsigned and tightly sealed in the back of the frame. But since she was family, they continued, They went ahead and hung it up in the above the uh, library fireplace. A library in the house. It must be nice. So a few months later, Derek Carey, one of the um, residents, was in the library when he noticed the portrait looked different. There was a red blush on Florence's face. Her hair was getting lighter, and her skin was changing to a soft peach. And her eyes would also follow people around the library. And they had multiple people from neighboring uh, colleges to see if the paints might have contained to change the color. But they said it was just normal paint. And after a year, a, after over a year, the painting was in full pastel color. That's cray cray. Yeah. So anyway, they had a psychic came to investigate the painting. He thought that Florence's spirit was attached to the painting because she died during its creation. It sounds He's, like an attachment to me. Yeah, he explained that she could change the colors whenever she wanted to, but had taken on the charcoal look because she was, wasn't too happy about being in storage for so long. So they took her out and she liked Hall Branch and so her color returned. Present. Yeah, kind of reminds me of the um, portrait of Dorian Gray. That's an intelligent haunting. Yeah, because I mean, she liked Hall Branch. She's using the painting to get attention. Yep. Obviously, it's working. So, just a painting. I wonder what other stuff's going on around. Oh, there's some more. There's heavy footsteps in the attic. They hear furniture going back and forth. But then when they go up there to investigate, they find dusty furniture still in the same place. There's a broken rocking chair. Yep, that kind of likes to move. And then also every six months in May and November, they hear a woman scream rattle the house. And they're never able to determine where it came from. 
and yeah, repeating timetable could suggest it might be a residual haunting. So, yeah, the rest of that stuff ain't residual. It's just it's a scream. Yeah, and I also the scream maybe being residual because mm-hmm. you know it's an old house. What does it date back to? Probably seventeen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know more than one person has died in that house. Uh, apparently, buried in their houses. Pre-Revolution War. Oh wow! Yeah, that's old. So yeah. So there's many uh, but it sounds like she don't want to leave the house. She's happy there. Also, there's a lady in white that was seen, but the uh, she's friendly. In fact, the dog will um, uh, randomly roll over and wag his tail to empty spots. So, lady in white or whoever friendly goes. Like Casper. Right. Right. Then they were talking about this bird-like creature that's outside with a six-foot wingspan. The children saw it. And then that was the last. Nobody else saw it. We'll talk about that after, okay? Yeah. Uh, So here's the thing. Just for y'all people out there, when you hear the lady in white, I know everybody says, wow, lady in white's everywhere. Well, I was... Been doing some reading up on that since the last discussion we had. Uh, Henry? Okay. And the Lady in White can be in any place, any haunting, because back in that period, most women wore white apparel. So. I know it sounds weird, but also an apparition. Well, it's down the south, I can see colors, that. White or gray. But also, a Lady in White could be thought. You know, they see a, a wisp of fog running or mi- mm-hmm. fog. And then yeah. to them, somebody says, oh, it looks like a lady wearing white clothing. So it's a lady in white. But yeah, she's everywhere. <laughs> you know, there's always a lady in white somewhere. Well, all these people be open for, we have to see if these people are open for, huh? <laughs> we can hopefully arrange them. Huh? A plantation? Yeah, because actually they are approachable. They are approachable? Oh, they are approachable. Oh, nice. Do you, they're I, private owners? Yes, yeah, private owner. I just got, I didn't make an introduction when I was out there. But they're approachable, and y'all are good at approaching people. Yes, we are. Very. So y'all can go do it. Say, hey, we heard. And you do your thing. Lay it on thick if you have to. We'll drive the hearse over there and turn on the side. <laughs> we'll jump out. Ghostbusters! <laughs> Back off, strange. we're professionals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put on a Bud Light. Ironically, I saw, um, I saw a commercial for uh, Ghostbusters 3 with the... Uh, uh, Bill Murray and uh, Dan Aykroyd and oh. some of the original? some of the original oh, ones. Oh, fun! That's gonna be out next year, I believe. Well, the original cast—that's yeah. always fun. Well, Hal Ramis is dead. Yeah, I think it's someone's playing his son. Okay. Yeah. I like the original Ghostbusters. That was a fun movie. <laughs> be gone. <Yeah. laughs> We're gonna drill a, head, a hole in your head. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to drill one in your head already. I think you got. I think some of us have a few holes already in our heads. 
So we had the portrait so at Harbour Ranch. I know Walter's got a few. Holes in his head. What's that? Holes in your head. Oh, holes in my head? It's also a fairy plantation. I would love to go to a fairy plantation. Right. But fairy plantation, apparently, Omar Gosh, shout out to him. He did an investigation there, and they're booked solid for the year of 2024 for a paranormal investigations. Unfortunately, they've gone commercial. Yeah. Well, you know, somebody comes, some famous YouTuber comes along and gets their attention. And they've had, um, when the house is unoccupied, the lights are turned off and on. Um, what else is there? There's, they've seen apparitions of pregnant women. Really? Mm-hmm. That's pretty specific, too. They've seen two children in the house. Two children, a boy and a girl. A little bit have been seen. Pregnant women. You said pregnant women in the house? They've seen. They could have been birthing. It could have been a birthing house. Well. used it as a birthing place. I said a photograph was taken in the best parlor shows a sad-looking pregnant woman dressed in blue reflected in the window. And there was no one in the room matching that description at the time the picture was taken. But Miss Charles F. McIntosh was eight months pregnant at the time of her husband's death in the Civil War, serving in the Confederate Navy. He was the captain of the ironclad in Louisiana. How about that? Oh, when it was wow, just, come on. Yeah, when it was destroyed by David Farragut's arm, Union armies in 1862. That's right. So, you know, we, we just lifted half of it. Y'all know that, right? Yeah. It so she just... Now in a museum in Louisiana. So that's probably, the, um, that's probably who it is, is Mrs. McIntosh. Kind of sad because her husband passed away and she's pregnant. Mm. Pretty sad, huh? What a piece of history. That's a great piece of history. Mm-hmm. Then there's the Shirley Plantation, which isn't too far from here. No, I've taken Ryan there. There's a, uh, believe it or not, there's a winery near there. No. <laughs> I think I told you about that, too. Uh, I've been to that winery several times. It's a nice okay, one. we got to find some ghost hunts at some breweries. Upper Shirley Winery is really nice. It's a has a it's pretty classy. It's nice. You know what I'll do, Walter? Next time we go out, I'm gonna get like a twelve pack of Yingling and just drag it out with me. <laughs> and we're gonna be sophisticated on the beer top, son. <laughs> hey, some of these breweries out here are not sophisticated. There's some sophisticated beer out around. So. Oh man, especially that one in Louisa. Love. Oh yeah, beer. Southern Revere. Oh. And when I go out of there, I get a eerie feeling. I know those people. I've gotten to know them through my wife's uncle. Very nice people. I could probably get us on there at night. You know, there was an old plantation on that site, right? Amazing, 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 amazing. Another plantation in Virginia. <laughs> I'm shocked. I don't know if it's a plantation, but it was an old homestead. So, Shirley, okay, yeah, Shirley Plantation up here in, um, what, 30 minutes from here? Mm-hmm. Where's that at, Charlotte? Uh, Charles City. It's um about thirty Charles minutes City. from here. It's yeah between here and Williamsburg. I'm fortunate when I was working for the company I was with. I got to go to a lot of them because I went out there to do inspections on certain things. 
it's like I got to see a lot of those. Man, that's an old, that's a beautiful place. Yes, it is. Wow. Well, Shirley Plantation has Aunt Pratt. Who has Aunt who? a Aunt Pratt. Tell us about Aunt Pratt. Aunt Pratt. What was Aunt Pratt's real name? I forgot her real name. Is Aunt Pratt all that? Martha. Could have been that. In a bag of chips? So Aunt Martha, also known as Aunt Pratt. She was a young lady who went to England to study, to be educated. And then she met this man in England, fell in love, got married, and lived the rest of her days in England. In the meantime, she has a painting made of herself, a portrait. And she sends this portrait over to back home for her family. And the portrait was hung, hung there for a while in the, in the house. And then, um, let's see what else is. And some, sometimes the painting would just kind of go crazy. Sort of rocking back and forth, knocking against the wall, whatever. Did the current owners of the, the estate decide to move the painting to the attic? They're like, no. oh, yeah. Now, why would you make a ghost mad? Well, you know. They don't believe in those things. But that, but that just made things worse, right? And didn't take long for the painting to get a name for himself among the community. After the Civil War, they decided to hang the painting on the first floor in honor of Martha Griffith, a.k.a. Aunt, Aunt, Aunt Pratt, but that didn't seem to make the possessed painting any happier. I mean, they put her in the um, first floor in her honor, but nope, she gotta be a little bit of a twit. And then every night, like clockwork, the painting would cause a ruckus. It would const it would constantly bang on the whatever wall was placed. So they decided to hang the painting in Martha's old room on the first on the second floor. That seemed to work as the painter remains silent while he's in Martha's old room. And um, the legend of the painting has become famous. And it was time for the world to see what this portrait was capable of. So, in 1974, the Virginia Travel Council took the painting to Rockefeller Plaza in New York. And, um, where a Rockefeller Plaza was holding was hosting a paranormal exhibit. The Aunt Pratt painting was not shy at all. Once placed in the display window, the painting started to rock violently. It was a talking exhibit, and as all the visitors witnessed this phenomenon firsthand, the haunted object caused such a disturbance they had to remove it from the, from the exhibit. The Aunt Pratt was not happy. Well, why? She was in Yankee territory. Exactly. Uh, I know. Yeah, I mean.
and you know when you do stuff like that, all you do is disappoint. Right. And so, upset and so when taking for repair back in Virginia, the workers started hearing bells. It was driving them crazy as there were no bells anywhere nearby. Finally, the portrait of Martha was placed back in her old bedroom on the second floor of the Virginia of the old Shirley Plantation. As long as the portrait of Martha remains hanging in Martha's old bedroom, it's okay. It's happy. It will behave. But it says, if it wasn't for Rockefeller Plaza exhibit, I would assume, and most people would never know about this painting. I never knew that. Me either, until I Googled Shirley Plantation. <laughs> well, I know that... Uh, I never knew about the painting. I just leave it there. Leave it in her old bedroom. She's happy there. I know pl uh, painting cause paintings can be, um, you know, have uh, some kind of uh, spirits in them because when we were at the Haunted Winery way back when, uh, and I was using my, um, my spirit slash ghost detector, there was uh, a picture of... Um, Robert E. Lee, right? Yeah, Robert E. Lee that they had hang hung up in their dining room that uh, had de definitely picked up a, uh, a spirit or an entity in the uh, picture and um, it was just it was it was clear as day too because I I checked it twice one with the uh, IR off and the IR on which means infrared and uh, even both ways they, uh, I picked up something in that painting, so I'm pretty sure that a lot of paintings can be have attachments. Haunted, have attachments. I don't know if it's the spirit of the person or the the painter or whatever, but definitely well, you know, the glass. I believe, on a painting can be reflected. We talked about this one before. It could be a portal. I believe mirrors. Anything yeah. that can mirror images can be used as portals. Uh, ways for spirits, paranormal, to show themselves. I don't understand it, but you see it all the time. People catch yeah. it, you know, taking a picture of themselves, and then the mirror behind them, poof, there's, there's a, there's a there's spirit an image. looking dead at them. Yeah. Or it's about the door, the reflection in the glass through the door. I think it's easier for, for them to illuminate themselves through a reflection. Right, because I, I've, uh, I, because in that, in that same house and other paintings, I, you know, I, you know, tried to, uh, you know, observe them, and there was nothing there. But it, just the the painting of uh, Robert E. Lee definitely had something in it. You know, I actually have a picture of that right there. Yeah. And that was pretty impressive. Do you have that picture? Yes, I do, and I'll send it to you. Yes, definitely. We'll see that. I can't wait to go back to that place. My two favorite spots. Y'all got me hooked on these two wires. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. We need to go back there, uh, I, especially we now that, that now that the um, Haven, uh, on that wharf by that pond. That's yeah, that mojo there, buddy. Yeah, and building. I was gonna say because the last time we were there it was, you know, <laughs> it was before fall, so there's a whole bunch of shrubbery and. Um, Foliage foliage and everything so if we go back there hopefully before you know fall ends where we can go back there and at least make it down to the creek because we couldn't make it down to the creek because it was just so so overgrown yeah well we can they don't open again until yeah. april unless we can somehow arrange to get out there before so yeah, you don't want to go out there when it's too hot because then you got to deal with ticks 
Yeah. Because yeah. I'd like to. scare me. Because I'd like to go down there, especially with your metal detector along the creek, because a lot of uh, of the uh, soldiers um, after the Civil War was over uh, bailed. They they left and they probably threw away their guns, their ammos, their not just their things, knives. just things that just dropped along the way. Yeah. And a creek is a means of transportation. Yeah. People say, oh, and these creeks out here. No. If you can walk a creek, it's going to take you somewhere. Well, yeah, and I'm back, sure that the. Um, they, a lot of travel was done by creeks. Hey, follow a creek, and you're going to come to the cross bend, and you're going to turn left on a creek. Right. Oh, yeah. Creeks and always you know, went somewhere. And the soldiers from that area probably knew to follow the creek back to their home. Right. And you could hide your tracks, too. you got to remember the Civil War was over, but people were still trying to kill soldiers because not everybody knew. Right. But, uh, but yeah, Gray Haven is great. And I didn't know that about the picture at that plantation. I've been to that plantation. Uh, um, yeah, this is, I, I, we went there. This, was, the this was before we met you, Walter. Uh, that yeah, we there. yeah, it was like did our first the, trip there. Did y'all meet the owners? Yeah, I was lucky. I got to go out there. The, and, uh, no, uh, no. Which which, which, which plantation? No, we're talking. We're talking about the haunted winery. Is the first oh, time? No, no. I'm talking about the. Um, oh shoot! You just said the name. Gray Haven. No, the one she's talking about. Oh. Shirley. Huh? Shirley Plantation. Uh-huh. No, the one you're talking about right now, over there, at, uh, uh, with the picture. That oh, was that's the haunted the winery. That's the no. haunted winery. Yeah. That is Christian and Greg. You met him. Yeah, I know. I'm talking about the one before that. You was just talking about. Oh, Shirley Creek? Shirley Plantation? Shirley Creek, yes. Yeah, I have not met them. you never been there. Okay, I've been there. Um, they're approachable. It, it can... But I've been there, and I've actually got a little history lesson from them, but they never told me that about no picture. That's cool to know. They probably won't. <clears throat> well, the one yeah, thing is they cool. got to keep a closed mouth, too, because they know there's, like, a lot of weirdos out there. I cuss. Yeah. Oh, hell, they're mild compared to others. Well, hey, no. weird. We keep they had a bad experience with... Um, with uh, paranormal experience. Oh, uh, no, uh, not Shirley. Haunted Winery had... Uh, that experience. Yeah. It's like when those psychos bring in Ouija boards. Anybody who lives in a 1750, a 1750s, 1740s era house, you're not going to sit there and tell me you don't believe in ghosts. Because I don't believe it. I'm sorry. The owner, when, when John, Mr. John, Whitney Plantation, first thing he asked me, and my friend, he said, I think that place is haunted. We're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he did not believe in ghosts. He worked in that building for three years. Now this man knows. Trust me, he believes in ghosts now. I bet he does. Ain't nobody going to get in one of these old plantations that's got all this history and all this savagery and civil. And Negative vibes. In ghosts. I'm all so that. sorry. Yeah. Well, we got to start wrapping it up, folks. Yeah, Walter, we'll, you hang loose as usual, and we will um, say goodbye, and y'all stay strange, because I like being strange. Have good a good night. Good night. <laughs>